This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Uh, touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Of course, I'm Taylor Stern, joined by Brian, Rob, Mickey, here on a Thursday at the Star in Frisco. We're all very excited to get back to AT&T Stadium this weekend as the Cowboys take on the Kansas City Chiefs in what's expected to be a great game. You hope, yes. Possibly sans Zeke. So, how's everyone doing today? Wait, let me ask you this. Sans Zeke... Without, it, yeah, I know. Without, I, I that that I did pay attention. I didn't know if you had. To no, no, no. She down. is a big word, but I I think it's S A N S, right? Yeah. Right. Thank you very much. I might use Sons. that one day in my scouting report. Oh yeah. You, is, is, we we are we out of we. home runs here? No, nope. we're, we're out of home runs. No, nope. still stroking. What? Oh God. What? Mickey, just give us a Zeke update. What? Quickly, he said home runs. You mean home no. runs by Second Circuit stuff? Yes. Yeah. Are we are we out of home runs? No. They're, they they asked for uh, another one. They asked for another one? Asked for two, actually. Are they, but th- you're not going to be able to hear this until after the game, right? Uh, they're asking for an emergency stay. So they asked, Is this good pushing the court the way we're pushing? They the asked right for the other deal yesterday, yeah. which probably won't get heard till next week. Sure. But they're telling them the, the harm of waiting in case they rule in their favor is he misses a game and he can't make that up. Right. Yeah. So they're hoping to hear possibly by Friday if they'll give them at least a stay until they render a decision on the appeal for the injunction. Gotcha. And the league is saying no. And the no. league is saying there's no need to do this because everything's fair and there's a precedent that, yeah. you know, you're not supposed to poke your nose in this business. Could yeah. the league also argue that they, hey, we gave you the Giants game. Could the no, league- they haven't brought that up because that would be bad. Yeah. Because then it would they would be admitting that, well, we were okay with him playing a game Good until point. we got a decision. Good point. That would not be in their favor. What happens with his check money? Of course, they get paid on Tuesday. He was not here on Tuesday. Will he still receive? He, got, he gets paid for the Washington game on Tuesday. Okay, so that it's yeah. in trade. Yeah, it okay. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The six okay. games is without pay. Next next Tuesday will be his, would be, well, would when be did, his Kansas City check. When did the when did the – the suspension didn't come down until Wednesday. Uh, I would say, well, correct or Tuesday night. I mean, no, it, it was, was Wednesday. It was twenty four hours from the ruling, right? Let's that just was, go have lunch with the payroll folks, and they'll tell us. It was Wednesday, <laughs> so if he was on the roster by three o'clock on Tuesday, right, he gets paid for this week, right? Yeah. Is it for this week, this game? Or yes, this yes. week, this week, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This week, this game, even if you don't play. Yeah. Like if you get released on Wednesday, if you were on the roster Tuesday, you get paid for. This week. Not bad. Only 17 of those, though. Yeah, only yeah. 17. you got to manage but A lot of money in those 17 for a, a lot of, of for some guys, yeah. Yeah, but we're foreseeing that most likely, as it stands now, how what's your percentage, Mick, that <laughs> plays or not? It's a Hail Mary. It's a Hail Mary. Like the one in the hallway, Roger? No, nah, I think it's deeper than that. Is it deeper than <laughs> Maybe that? Maybe 70 yards, not 50. <laughs> Where, where's With no blocking? Yeah. <laughs> where's, where's the Second Circuit located? New York. New York. Then, yeah. You don't think they're going to hurry up and say, hey, we're coming in and nah. see if we can do this? Mm. Odds are long. We're and at the Jets game tonight. There you go. <laughs> we're at the Jets game. Sorry, sorry Rob. No, and, and Judge Catherine, she, I mean, Mickey's no, She's out that. of it. I know, yeah. but but her, oh, her ruling yeah. applies in terms of, of weight. 
and she took her time, and you have that thick packet of... She didn't take her time. Well... She had that written before okay. they even hey, Rob, heard the argument. Hey, Rob, finish your... Let Rob finish. It was very emphatic, right? Mickey's hating Judge Judy right On now. every point, it ruled in the NFL. Yeah, it was favor. a clean... I saw so, somebody... This is the word you want to use. It was a clean sweep for sweep. the NFL. There you go. So, if, so, you know, if that carries weight with the Second Circuit, then yes, the odds are long. But it didn't... It didn't carry any weight with Judge Crotty. Yeah. It's the luck of the draw. Yeah. It depends on who you get, how they interpret it. That sounds fun. And she understood nothing about the NFL. Hmm. Nothing. But it's labor. It is it labor. It was just labor. It's labor. She understood labor. She understands labor. But law. she didn't understand irreparable harm. Right. Yeah. She didn't understand that you don't get these games back, that, you know, right. yeah, you may get paid, right. but you don't get them back, and that, you know, all of this of not playing, you know, has to do with, you know, I can't say you're going to do a good job and it's going to hurt your future because that depends on the rest of your offensive guys and the defense you're playing. Seriously. But the, Tay brings up money, and it, it extends beyond the field, right? It's it's perception in the public eye, and how does she that didn't apply? Care about that. How does that apply to endorsements and things like that? She, didn't she care ruled about on that. the article we were talking about. That's 40, what she ruled on. Forty six. Forty six. Mm-hmm. So you know, I saw I saw this brought up, and and I hadn't thought of it this way. You know, because the NFLPA has been uh, arguing that they should have been able to confront the accuser, accuser. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the arbitration, and they said no. You know, we don't have to do that. Right. Well. I started thinking about that. Isn't that common law? And it's like, but (laughs) it was pointed out that she was very willing to talk to the NFL investigator. Yeah. And and they didn't have to force her to come in. Right. Nope. So I'm I'm coming to the conclusion that because the investigator, after talking to her, said not very credible, the last thing the NFL wants is her to be cross-examined. Yep. Mm -hmm. That could have killed their case. Because isn't that basically what the... Well, DA in Columbus came to. Yeah, we're not putting See, her on trial. This this whole thing, I, I just don't know how you punish somebody when they haven't been charged with it. I don't. That's that's what I don't get. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to be judge and jury, make sure that the the really the highest court in the land, well, not the highest court in the land, but the United States court. If we may been, still get there, by the yeah, way. Yeah, if they've if you've been charged <laughs> if you've been charged with a crime. What the yeah, but you know we're all we're all under that too. Yeah. If you look at, it, I mean, we're all under really the same guidelines of players. Oh no, by working absolutely. in, work, you know. So if we do something wrong, and all of a sudden, you know, we we want to and we have our day in court, like with Jordan Lewis, you know, you go out, you clear your name that way. But you know, the the ruling is, I just find it, it's it's amazing to me that he he wasn't charged with a crime. Don't you feel like there's going to be a lockout once this thing's up? Because the, the union, oh sure, there the is. Union is going to want twenty twenty. Get ready, to yeah. Erase, yeah. yeah. Some get of ready. this language. Get if ready. The, if the players are smart, yeah. Get well, ready. But the problem is, I dealing, think this is the case right here that shows this is something's got to change. They're but dealing with the billionaires. Part. Billionaires. But will the the players that are going through this now? Yeah. The players that are playing in twenty twenty one. Right. See, that's the, the kids that are playing in twenty twenty one are in high school right now. You are dealing with billionaires. Yes. You're not the players aren't billionaires. Some players are LeBron James and people yeah. like that. They're billionaires, but you I mean you're, it's it's hard for a guy making four hundred and ninety five thousand dollars. I know it sounds crazy to sit there and say, okay, let's throw this all away. Let me throw this away so we can get labor. We can get our way here. But we just watched a great World Series game last night. The baseball union is the most powerful in sports. Sure it is. I mean, it does vary by sport. It does. Some unions does. are more powerful than others. It does. And, and, and that's, the, that's the problem that the, the owners can stomach this. Yeah. The owners can. You know why? Because they'll lay us off. 
There'll be no talking cowboys or no break or whatever. They'll just lay us off. They're still, they're still billionaires. The players, we'll see if the players have the gut, the gut, I mean the stomach, to sit there and say, yeah, sure, we'll strike. There's guys that can handle a strike. A quarterback making $12, $15 million a year can strike. A guy on the bottom of the roster might not be able to strike. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that might be very hard for him. You know, the players, the, there's, in this league, there's a lot of haves and have-nots. That's what this has all been created by. But the, the, the owners are billionaires. They've got the gut to be able to fight this. Yeah, sort, Where, of, like, sort of like when I was in college, huh? What do you mean? I was, the working the, I was working in a factory in the yeah. summer to make money for yeah. college, yeah. and these guys decided to go on strike. No. What happened? Going, yeah. no, I got to work. Were you a union? I, were you a union? You? I had to join. Yeah, you had to go get a card. I've done the same thing, Mickey. I mean, I had to go get a union card to go do a, a summer job for LSU. Yeah. And so I was, all I was doing was sweeping floors, but I needed the money because I was trying to go back to school. And these guys were, these guys were celebrating. Like, uh, oh, we're yeah. on strike. We're on they strike. had a party, start drinking beer at midnight. Yeah. Wasn't there some other story about a confrontation you had with somebody? We'll talk about that off oh, air. Oh, man. He had a confrontation with somebody? A guy, Shocking. Yeah, a guy at work. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the people were driving by because we had to sit. We had oh, to do the our, signs. our strike duty. Yeah. Yeah. And some people are driving by honking and rolling their windows on. Hey, you lazy bums, go to work. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what we say every day to you That's and your That's what Mickey. they say here. You know, I but especially say that to Mick. He's right. In 2020, this thing is going to be, we'll see who has the stomach to do it. It's going to get ugly. It's going right? to get ugly. But, but really, is it just because of this judicial court? It's got to be part of it. Yeah, it's got to be what part of it. What is another part of it? Well, see, what happens was they appeased the players by saying, okay, we're not going to make you practice as much. And yeah. Not going to make. We're not going to beat you up. Hard gonna, in the player season, safety, but here's what we yeah, want. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, fine, because it's not going to affect me. because yeah. I'm going to do everything right. Yeah. Well, the minute you do something wrong, it affects you. This one's. This is going to be the number one point, though. Commissioner power, and who knows if Roger Goodell will yeah. even be in power. In That's three a whole, years. Yeah. Well, no, maybe even this year. Oh, this. Yeah. 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 Condoleezza yeah. Rice. I hope you get a shot. At the commissioner? Heck yes. Guys, why are you guys not believing in me and Mick? We're going to be a team. Oh, co-commish. Spagnola Stern. <laughs> co-commish. <laughs> it does sound like a law firm. Spagnola Stern, I know. I love happening. that. So, An you know, Italian and it, a- <laughs> it's just hurtful. We'll be the underdogs, Mickey. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have to get into the guys that yeah. are playing. we got a game this week, right? We do. We really do. And it seems like it's going to be here before you know it. But good news on some different things. Of course, everyone freaked out when they saw Dez and Tank on the practice report yesterday. But Coach Garrett appeased everyone today. And he said not to worry. They were just limited with minor injuries. Dez with the knee and Kyle Wilbur or DeMarcus with the calf. Yeah. Something he talked about that Lawrence was kind of dealing with that throughout. He was right. working fine when I left the yeah. locker room yeah. talking with him going down the hallway. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was limping or dragging or like, or, hey, I got to get treatment, Mickey. Yeah. One of those things. He was going to get food. He was going to get food. Food, eat. Yeah. Eat tank. And then, and then Des, Des thing, you know, he, yeah. he's had, he gets, he gets banged up. We, we've seen how he plays, violent play, you know, he probably in the screen passed it, got called back from holding, banging around guys and stuff like that. So, yeah, as, as long as as long as they're okay to practice, that's the thing. And the good news, though, Tan, I think you're going to get to his Cole Beasley practice. Yeah, yeah. Well. Cole Beasley, yeah. of course, did not practice yesterday under that's good protocol. But Coach Garrett said he would be practicing today. Back in, and then and we'll Collins. see what happens to him tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. if he passes. Yeah, but the fact that he practices today, I think, is a great sign. And the team, yeah, and the, uh, regarding Des, team's not worried about him. 
Yeah. He yeah. missed a few reps, but he should be good. Tyron Smith practicing. Tyron Smith, so just yeah, get used to every always... Wednesday, him not doing anything. Just yeah, I mean, he's dealing with a back injury that he's... How come no one asks about Dan Bailey? Because I think that we're not going to see any. We're just assuming that he's out. Even Jones said last week. Thanksgiving. Yeah, like four or more weeks. Get you that fried turkey, Mickey, when he gets back. Yeah. That's not... Yeah. Oh, yeah, because of yeah. the short week. Yeah. He's going to miss two games yeah. for sure. Yeah. If he's not ready for Philadelphia. Right. Nuge. Go yeah. Nuge all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, cool. and Cheeto was interesting because yesterday Coach Garrett said that he would be limited, but he was DNP. So The, the great one not. called it for another week. The great one is right. Mickey is the great one? <laughs> Mickey Spagnola, the great one. Let's take uh, Ben Barnes' me. plaque um, from upstairs. and get The great there. kazoo. The, the great <laughs> kazoo. Of course, Kyle Wilbur. You guys know the, what kazoos are? Yes. Okay. Yes, the little. Just checking. Yeah. yeah there <laughs> was, you go. What was that? My kazoo. <laughs> Kyle Wilbur, he was good to go on Sunday. Yeah. He was full yesterday, so we're okay there. Now, on the opposite side, D Ford, someone mm. that you probably saw a lot I watching did. some LSU football games. I he did. He played for Alabama. Auburn. Auburn. That's you're, right. You're, you're in the state. You're in the state. You're good. I was at his national championship that he lost. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, his back, DMP, which not sad about that because he was very strong on Monday night. Yeah, he's a he's a rush guy. That's his this thing. We talk about Mickey, was it thin butt guys? Is that what he's? Skinny butt. Mm-hmm. Skinny butt guys. Skinny butt guy, get around the corner. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's one of those players, too, when you, when you look at with Justin Houston, uh, you know, that kind of rush, they, they, they brought back Tamba Hali to practice. I Tumba. saw Tamba Hali's practice. I don't know if he'll play this week, which we'll see. But yeah, uh, he D4, was on IR. He, he was. He was a, a pup, is what he oh, was. Pup. He was a he pup hit, guy. So he hasn't yeah, played yet. Yeah, he has not played yet. So D Ford, though, yeah, that's with the back. I, 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 I will venture to say that D Ford plays in this football game. Yeah, I think they're probably trying to rest him, much like what we see. But he is a he's an edge rusher. He's a quick edge rusher. He's one of those guys that he'll get a sack, and then you won't see him for like eight plays. Yeah. That's kind of a player he is. Mm. Yeah. So, But, you know, they really don't have that many guys on their practice report. Truly, you know, they've been fairly healthy. And, of course, Mickey, yeah. you're right. The other day, Travis Kelsey did look like he was limping out second quarter, but finished just fine. So. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry. I mean, Offensive linemen shouldn't have double last names. Who are you looking at? Dwarvney? Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Tardif, yeah. That's a great name. Guard. Kind of regal sounding. Here. He's a guard. You know what, though? He's okay, a guard. The problems that they have is their offense has masked a lot of their defensive problems. Yeah, you know, defensively, they've, they've been like a high takeaway defense, very yeah. active in recent years. Uh, run defense has been an issue for them. We it has been. Yesterday, they, you know, Matt, you said mask. That's a good word. Five takeaways the other night, but they allowed 177 rushing yards. Today. Yeah. Aren't so they ranked 30th. Yeah, with that personnel. That's what I'm saying. They they have really Can struggled. They have you know they're one of the teams too that you look at. They give up their last in the league and giving up first downs. I mean teams have found the way to move the ball in them. That teams have made big plays. The the pass rush we talk about Houston. The matchup with Lyle Collins. How big will that be? You know, I think the Cowboys can move the football. Can yeah. you get a? It's going to come down. Can you get some stops? Right. Yeah. Can you make Alex Smith hold the football and get stops? You're probably not going to get turnovers. They're not going to give you a turnover. Yeah. But can you get them off the field on third down? Can you not get a roughing the passer penalty? Can you not get a defensive holding penalty? Can you not get something that when you do get off the field that you don't get thrown back on the field? Yeah. 
So, and then they're tough. They're tough. And I asked Jason Garrett this question today about it, about having to, you know, prep for so much, you know, with what they do, you know, offensively. And he says, hey, there's some real things you have to deal with. You know, there's, there's a lot of ghosts, but the ghosts are real. And so, you know, defensively, can they do enough? That, that's really where this game is going to – because I, I feel like Dallas can move the ball on them. I really, really – even, you know, running the football. Yeah, if the offensive line plays like we've seen for a quarter and two games, if we still get the hat on hat, running tough, if you get Rod Smith going, if you get Morris going, I think those are your two primary guys. But you need – you're going to need that. You're going to need to keep – you're going to keep your quarterback from having to throw a ton. But even if he has to throw in this game – I feel like he can make some plays. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Green Bay game a little bit, the matchup in terms of defensively. I think the Cowboys, offensively, they felt like they could move the ball, score points against Green Bay's defense, and they did, but there's, there was the Rodgers factor and a guy that doesn't turn it over much, and it's not just Alex Smith. I mean, it, it is they have an amazing array of weapons. Yes. And I think, they, to your point, they have three t- turnovers this entire season, which is uh, pretty much unheard of. Yeah. yeah. Just don't drop a ball for an interception that is returned for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that- let, this is a good stopping point because I have some interesting news. When Keith Smith was on our show, Cover 4, yesterday, he dropped some knowledge on us. So we can get to that after we take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offer. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys pick your plays not your wedgies mickey tommy john is the most comfortable underwear on the planet and comes back by a no wedgie guarantee if you suffer a wedgie in your tommy johns they'll give you your money back guaranteed shop exclusive cowboys underwear 
at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. So nice of them. We are back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. And before we went to break, I was telling you guys some different things. Of course, players are talking in the locker room. Different people are talking yesterday. We had Keith Smith on cover four. Yeah, good times. You know, he, he asked us and he kind of looked at us because here we are kind of telling him everything about the Chiefs, telling him about, hey, you know, they've had eight touchdowns for 50-plus yards. They've, yeah. You know, done all these different things, zero interceptions from Alex Smith. And he goes, you guys worried about no Zeke? And me and Dave and Lindsay were kind of like. Oh, he asked you down the show. No, this was kind of an Oh, pre-show. And we were like, okay. yeah. And he was like, why? I, th- I think we have a great one-two punch in Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden. He's like, they both do different things. And then you throw in Rod Smith, who's completely different than all three. Yeah. He's like, that's hard to prepare for. He's like, I know I was a linebacker. Right. Like, you can't prepare for these different obstacles that they're going to give you. You know, you have someone like Alfred Morris. I think you were reading some of the tweets that people were sending in yesterday as they were replying to your Twitter poll. Uh And that was kind of their thing. It's like, each has their own thing. Yeah. I mean, I think the one about... Alfred was he can get skinny and he, he's kind of that guy who can slide between the tackles and 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 be that inside runner. Get for small, him. yeah, yeah. Get, small, get through the crack, the yeah. gaps and cracks, low and stuff center like, gravity, right. gravity type guy. Yeah, th- that's a great point. And coming from Keith Smith, that's I mean they all kind of bring something different to the table. Keith Smith, when you're in there, don't go dig those linebackers out. You know, yeah. go get go get you some Derek Johnson. You know, go go be that guy because they're going to need. It, it's a different way of running the football. It is. The, the offensive line, they block the way they do, but it, the back is a special back. There, there's no doubt about that. And, and he has a unique running style. You know, his ability to make people miss, the ability to finish runs, the ability to finish runs, you know, down the field. You know, I mean, that's, they, they've, they've got to get it going where if it's four or five yards a shot running the football, that's going to be good enough. That is going to be good enough, but they can't take, they can't have guys dancing in the hole and when the hole's there and then not do anything, you know, not be aggressive attacking. That's why, again, I talked about Rod Smith. I think Rod Smith is crazy enough just to take the ball and run. You know, there's something to just take it and run. Don't, don't try and make a cut. Don't try, just, just take it and go forward as hard as you can. And if you get with this offensive line, if they hit it the right way, it's a four- and five-yard game. You can deal with that. Dak Prescott can deal with second and six, second and five all day long. It's when it's second and nine, second and ten that it makes it a lot more difficult for him. You're also saying that physical tone can give some juice to the rest of the offense, the way Zeke kind of sets that physical tone for this group. It makes the tight ends better. It, you see receivers downfield blocking. You see skinny butt guys like 83, you know, Terrence Williams downfield blocking. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's the kind of juice that your team – it could help your defense. You know, if you're physically beating up on Kansas City, yeah, that gives your defense some confidence that, hey, the offense has come to play today. And the offense, you know, Mickey's asked them, hey, go score points. They have scored points. They, they've given them opportunity to play in these games because they have scored points. Should be 7-1 and one, or 6-1. and one. Against the who? Against everybody they played, they should be six and one right now with what the offense has done so far. Suns, Denver, yeah. Suns, yeah. Denver, Suns, Denver, six and one. Yeah. yeah, the Denver game was bad. That you gave away the Rams game, and you gave away the and the Packers, the Packer game. Yeah, you gave those two games away. So now you're fighting. You're in a hole. You got to fight out of the hole. And uh, you know, is it is it going to be? Is it the they they've protected themselves with these backs? Young guys have stepped up. 
You know, I, nothing again. I keep saying this because I don't mean this as a slam to the other guys. But young guys have stepped up before for this team. You know, Rod Smith, go be a young guy and go step up. Go, you know, they, they use you four or five plays a game. You know, go play 30 plays now. Go play 25 plays. Whatever you have to do, be a difference maker in those 25 plays. I need you for six weeks, man. I need you to be a mean, nasty SOB for six weeks. Mm-hmm. That's what I really need. But what's funny is, that, yes, he's young, but this is his third season in the league. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but he has very little very running Very little experience. experience. Yeah, and maybe, that, maybe that's an advantage. Maybe he's not – maybe it's, you know yeah, – we, we saw in San Francisco, though, his willingness to run the football. Yeah. We saw his willingness to run the football in the preseason. I said this in the break. He reminds me a little of Barber, Marion Barber, when he yeah. was here. And he's built – violence? Yeah, he's a bigger back. He's built kind of like another Buckeye, Eddie George, not comparing the two runners. But, yeah. Just Upright. Like, yeah. yeah, but a Barber-type guy where he's going to come at you and force three guys to tackle him. Like, he's that type of physical downhill runner. Um, and then you get three yards. Well. And then you get four yards. And then yeah. you get f- maybe Yeah, I five. see where you're going there. Yeah, then you start to wear them down. don't have somebody, though, that's yeah. going to go 26. That's my concern. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, but we haven't seen but, 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 He also ripped off a big run. Barbara ran season. 100 yards in the first half against the Giants in 2007, and all it did is get him beat. A playoff game? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Sounds like someone's a little bit sad. He wasn't a Barber fan when he was here. You didn't have the 24 jersey? Uh, (laughs) Everson Walls. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Four or five yards a shot good enough for for Dak? It it depends on how Kansas City plays it. If Kansas City says, go ahead and have four. Yeah. Have three. Oh, they'll give it up naturally. We're not giving you 80. Yeah, they'll naturally. But see, the two also as well, Cowboys inside the scoring inside the 30 again. Mm -hmm. There it comes back to four-point plays. You know, we kicked field goals last week because right. it's good enough because, because the, the Washington Redskins could not protect their quarterback. Right. But you need those four-point plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a key in this. How many four-point plays do you have? And it's, it sounds funny, but when I say four-point, I mean take the field goal. You know, that's and you want to get the, you want to get the touchdown. Because we're assuming Nugent's going to make all yeah, this. Yeah, we're, oh, we're assuming. It's <laughs> indoors. We're Money. assuming. Money, Mike. Yeah, I don't but, know but, I, but I'm saying, though, you need, you need those four-point plays in this yes. game. Yes. Because Kansas City can four-point play you. Yeah. You know, you, and it, it's it, going to be rough. I mean, it's going to not look pretty for the Cowboys defensively until they can figure something out. I, I really believe that. But it, their offense has got to help them. Their offense has got to help them in this football game and, and try and protect them the best they can, at least these first six weeks. Yeah, this kind of reminds or me all the way back to the weeks. 2015 season when you had, and this could be a completely separate game, so bear with me, but when the Cowboys played the Atlanta Falcons in like week three or week four of the 2015 season, it was Brandon Whedon, it was Joseph Randall, yes. and it was offense versus offense type thing. Mm-hmm. you know, And of course, very comparable to the Broncos game and different things like that. But Joseph Randall. Yeah, but Joseph Randall went Ooh. off, had a great yeah. game. Eighty something yards, right? In the half, first, they were up twenty one seven at yeah. the half. And then, you know, their the offense fell. just yeah. started picking away at the defense and yeah. figuring out their secondary had holes and it kind of makes me nervous there. But, you know, we'll have to see. I do have five matchups of the game that I wanted to talk to you guys about specifically. Some of them we've already touched on, but maybe we can elaborate a little bit. Of course, the first one that I'm looking at is Justin Houston versus Lyle Collins. You you brought it up a little yeah. bit earlier. How will Lyle Collins fare against this big guy? That's another tough matchup for him. I don't know if it's a tougher matchup than Vaughn yeah. Miller or yeah. even Kerrigan. 
Um, but he's another top pass rusher guy. Were you surprised that they didn't give him a little more chip help last week? I think they wanted him to – they, they, did they prepare for it? I think they did. But was it something that they said, no, let's just go ahead and go one-on-one here. Let's just try and see if we can get through. I thought initially what happens to Collins, it's, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've noticed this. When he has one bad play, it kind of mushrooms into another bad play, and then and then he kind of catches himself, mm-hmm. and then things start to get a little bit better. And it's like, so okay, I don't know if it's a confidence thing or it's like bad technique, bad technique, good technique, good technique, and now it now he's back to oh, and then he reverts back to maybe a bad technique play. It's not a guy it making can, a position it, switch. It, position switch, but but I think that to me. Kerrigan and Houston are similar guys mm-hmm. in this in this regard because of the ability to capture the edge. Where Kerrigan, I think, is better than Houston is Houston doesn't always finish. Kerrigan is a Kerrigan's relentless, and Kerrigan will just keep coming at coming. They both break you down, but Kerrigan's one of those guys that he just keeps going and go, even if he's blocked, he keeps. I've seen Houston some when he's blocked, just kind of you know, oh, let's jump, you know, let's yeah. let's let's be at the line of scrimmage, let's or oh, let's chase the ball. You know, not really where Kerrigan is like, he's even when the ball's gone, he's like right next to your quarterback. Yeah. You know, so hopefully Collins, you know, it's going to be all about those hands, about the feet and his ability to to kind of be patient and not lunge and go overextended or get that arm up where he's hooking the guy. You know, that's when, when he misses with his hands, you know, you're going to get the hook around the neck. That's that's something he's got to avoid. What do you think about it, Mick? Just give him help if he can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be stubborn. Just yeah. Give them help. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's 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 a fair point. A lot of times they're stubborn. It's like okay, he'll he'll do it. Uh, I still think he'll do it. Well, uh, he's gonna do it. And then they're sacked. And then they're yeah, I got three sacks. Yeah, you know, just yeah. help him out if yeah. he, if he can't do it. That's why he's on the right side right now. Right. Help the big guy, Marcus Peters versus Des Bryant. Ooh. Des has not had a 100 yard receiving game this season. Will he have one this weekend against a corner like Peters? Peters stays on one side of the field. He does. He does, and he plays a lot of off coverage, which means if you allow Des Bryant free access inside, he will wear your rear out. We know that. Because you better be willing to tackle. You better be willing to tackle him. So let's see. Peters wants nothing to do with tackling. But now he ripped the ball loose the other day. I was watching the, the in the Denver game. He ripped the ball loose. So you got to be worried about him standing around piles and just going in there and trying to and, and horse the ball out. But he plays on one side, so they could match up. They could avoid putting Dez to his size. Not that you know you want to always do that, but they can move Dez around. I think they'll move Dez around. But uh, yeah, if Peterson if Peters gives him inside access, free access, and then tries to rally on every throw then Des Bryant's going to have a pretty good game catching footballs. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of craziness. Yeah, so I think everyone's excited to see Des kind of have that big breakout game this season. Be nice to. Yeah. Keep and scoring what, touchdowns. Yeah. What you said about off coverage is interesting because Des is, is undefensible over the middle of the field. Those right. slant routes, I mean, that's his that's Anything his going runner. inside, yeah. yeah. Anything yeah. going inside. Big body guy, go inside. Free access to him is glorious. Yeah. I mean, if I was playing Des Bryant every day and I wasn't very good, I'd at least stand in front of him and be a speed bump. I would make him have to adjust on me to get to the route is what I would do. But you know, some teams won't. Yeah. All right, next matchup I'd like to know more about Tyreek Hill versus Orlando Skandrick. Of course, Skandrick mm. had a great game last weekend, but this is a bigger guy in Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Mickey, you think your guy, Scandy, can do it? 
think he's going to need some help. Who can help him? Well, they're just going to have to zone sometime. It's not going to be man-to-man all the time. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to play zone over the top. They're going to have to use linebackers to help out. Uh, but, again, if you're not stopping the run, then the linebackers can't help you. Yeah. Mickey's right. I think you're going to see some Deacon this game, three-man line, and, and make him try and hold the football and then rally to him. Hopefully your, your, your pass rush, which has become a strength of yours, Hopefully your pass rush can take advantage. They've got a good offensive line, with the exception of some injuries they've had inside at the center guard spot. I think the tackles are pretty good. But I'm I'm interested to see if they play Deacon and make Alex Smith have to check the ball down and hold the football and see if they can get rush home that way. The only thing that concerns me about the Deacon is what we saw really towards the end of that Green Bay game. They caught them in some running plays. Yes, with only a three-man line right. and, and kind of chewed him up on that. Aaron Jones on that last drive. So that's kind of the risk you take when you run that package. You do. Yes. And they've got to be able to stop the run against this team. Mickey's right about that. Yeah, both you guys. They yeah. have to stop the run, but they also have to stop Travis Kelsey versus Byron Jones. We talked about this one a little bit yesterday, but I want yeah. to dive more into it because will Byron Jones be Byron owned this weekend? Oh, I like you know, that. I'm, I'm with Mickey. Same thing Mickey said about um, Tyreek Hill. I, I think – you. You can't ask Byron to cover him just man yeah. down after down. There's got to be some some change up, some zone, some things to kind of help him out a little bit. Because yeah, this guy's as tough of mismatch tight end as there is in the league. I and throw if you're not getting pressure. Right, this guy can run across the field and sure. he's eventually going to get open. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing you have to worry. He he, coach said it today too. He lines up at a lot of different spots. He's in line. He's flexed. He's slot. He's outside. He's in the backfield. There's all these places they put him because they know he's a mismatch player. So I don't think it's just going to be Byron Jones, but I like the thought about a big, a bigger guy matching up that knows how to play those guys. But I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot of linebackers on him. I think you're going to also see another safety too. It might be Jeff Heath. You know, Jeff Heath at times has shown the ability to cover tight ends down low. And so if that's the case, I don't think it's just going to be okay. They're going to, they're not going to give him just one guy. They're yeah. going to throw a lot of different looks at him and see if they can can slow him down that way. That makes me feel a little bit better. Lastly, Kareem Hunt for Sean Lee. You've talked about it, Mick. You've said they need to stop the run. Can they stop the run against this rookie running back who just thinks that he is the bomb? Well, he's going to have to deal with the Cowboys linebackers. I, I like the fact that Sean Lee's on the field, but those guys up front have a lot to do with it. It's not just they're not out there doing uh, a running drill. Yeah, Mickey said this yesterday. This will be the big test about is the one technique and the three technique switch going to play to fruition here? You know, is it going to be, hey, Collins playing that one and and then David Irvin playing the three? Will will they be able to stop the run with that combination? It'll be a big, big test for them, though. Got to keep these linebackers clean. Let them run to the football. There's a lot of speed. There's the, the Cowboys and the Chiefs run the ball similar in this way. You'll see a lot of pulling guards, centers. You'll see guys always on the move. So if they can sneak through, maybe pull get behind a pulling guy, maybe dive into a crack, beat a block that's coming backside to him, tackle for loss. Get bodies to the back before he has a chance to get going. And make sure you got the backside covered. Yeah, that ball will that ball he'll he'll break it back yep. out and you're in trouble. Technique, technique yeah. football start, all you start day. chasing. Absolutely. You just gave a lot of good insight, but you know, the Steelers obviously were able to 
kind of stop him. Got bodies upfield. Yeah. Got bodies upfield. That's what they did. The Steelers did a nice job of playing their guys a little wider, but getting guys up the field. And and that's if if you if you're going to pull linemen, linebackers have got to be ready to run through. And then defensive linemen have got to be able to attack the gap and then close to the ball. Mm-hmm. Don't go, don't beat the block in the gap and then go straight up the field. Go to where the ball is going to be. Is that part of the system, though, a little bit in Marinelli's system with the linemen? They just get penetration, get upfield, and then the linebackers have to clean it up? Yeah. That's that- a lot. Well, a lot of it is they, they, want, it, they want to be disruptive in the running game that way yeah. by the penetration and force, force guys to have to adjust on the move. And yeah, that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's about getting. Those down linemen to where you're talking about, and like Mickey said, get the linebackers like Lee, Hitchens, Wilson. Wilson can't be missing tackles in this game if they're playing some base stuff. Yeah. Do the Cowboys have a comparable personnel similar to the Steelers' defense? Yeah, well, now the 3-4-4-3. Three, four, four, three. Yeah. yeah, so really a little bit different there. It's just a far – but, you know, you but have, again, you have, you have guys – but you have guys like a little bit wider with the outside linebackers and stuff like that. Usually outside linebackers are like defensive ends. So that's how the Steelers used to use the outside linebackers to control in the running game. And, uh, you know, teams go nickel a lot, which yeah. usually means a four-man, four-man line. line so right. You know, it's 3-4 base. And, and, again, Brian mentioned the Deacon package. Cowboys will go with three down linemen at times. So uh, it, the, variation, that's Cowboys what Mariano really, talks about. Cowboys have been really good when they blitz quarterbacks. The quarterback ratings are terrible mm-hmm. when they play the Cowboys blitz. Again, there's another quarterback. We talked about it last week with Cousins. You know, another quarterback that's very highly rated when he faces blitz. But, you know, if I'm the Cowboys, I still find ways to try and get guys home. Whether it's games up front, you know, make sure if you're running twist games, if you're running linebackers through, if it's Scandrick slot blitz, make sure you throw stuff at him. Just because this guy complete has a high rating as a facing blitz, you're pretty damn strong, you know, one of the tops in the league when you blitz people, getting people home. Mm-hmm. Go for it. They need to not play catch. On defense, they yeah. need to be aggressive. Yeah, don't be afraid. Oh, they got this guy and that guy and this weapon. Go after them. Yeah, make them play. Make them adjust to what you're doing. That's absolutely right. And I, I just think this don't is catch a team, blocks. That's this good. is a team they need to be aggressive against. Yeah, and I'm not saying blitzing all the time because they got burned on one of the blitzes. Yeah, uh, in that game against Washington, forty-one yard play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just think they have to be judicious, but be aggressive. Right. Absolutely. Great points. All right. Well, we're going to take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we'll have Rob's Twitter poll and so much more. So stay tuned to that after this break. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want... 
exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talking Cowboys. And this is Papa John's Pizza. Those ingredients, just fabulous. Woo! Pepperoni, really, really good. And when you have those two things put together, you've got a great pizza. It's Papa John's. You do. That was a good read. All right. Rob, your Twitter poll. All right. We've been talking running backs. I give up on this poll. I looked for it for 10 minutes and couldn't find it. Well, let me fill you in. Okay. Which is the deepest position on the Cowboys roster? Is it running back or is it some others? I gave three other options besides. It better be running back. Tailback. Wide receiver. Tight end. Defensive line, and we can certainly welcome write-ins if you don't agree. Thoughts, Brian? I went with the uh, I went with the tight end spot. Okay, but you know what's funny, and as I as I and I didn't vote, and I apologize for not voting on that one. But no the problem. tight end spot, I I wish James Hanna was playing a little bit better as a blocker. Yeah, but I think the depth's there. I really, really do. I like you know, Witten has done a nice job, of course, catching the football. We talk about him as a blocker. They've had several plays this year where he's been really good at that. I think Jeff Swain is a really an underutilized guy in this in this offense. Passing game? Yeah, I'd like to see, you know, the other day he ran a he ran a guts route. I mean, that right that. right in the middle of the field with all that traffic and everything, and it made a nice catch and And he caught it. Yeah, the the, the you know, quarterback put the ball right on him. You know, I, I think that you use him in the waggles, the boots, the stuff. He's an underrated blocker. So, yeah, I'm, I, I know that's a long explanation, right? No. I'm sorry, but I just feel like that's kind of the deepest position, if you ask me, of the, the quality from the top guy to – and I know it's only four players, right, because they got, they got, you know, they got the new guy. Jarwin. Jarwin on the roster, but yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Swain's been kind of a fourth-and-one guy for him, too. Yeah. Kind I like Swain. Kind of I do. I'm, I'm a Jeff Swain fan. I really am. I am. You said running back wasn't a choice. No, it is a choice. It is a choice. Oh, it is a choice. Yeah, that's that's where the poll came from. Is this the is that the deepest position on this roster? Or is there something else? Like, is how much faith is there in this backup running back group? About ready to find out. Yeah, you got got an answer. I had voted for the tight ends as well, but you know, you could argue that the wide receivers. You have so many yeah. wide receivers as well. You know, every week we're looking at is Noah Brown going to be active or inactive because. They carried more than good point. You know, most people thought they would going into the season. So, you know, I I could definitely say tight end because you don't worry about it per se. 
Of course, that might change in the offseason. You never know. But as it stands right now, I think tight end is definitely your deepest one. I like wide receiver, too, because you saw Beasley go down in the game last week, and then here comes Switzer playing that kind of slot role, yeah. makes a catch in the second half. I mean, they have guys that can, that can get open and make plays. Mick? Running back. Running back. You got faith in these guys. Okay. Well, the fans agree. 59% say running back. Tight end was second at 16%. Wishful thinking on the running back? See their voice of the fans. Yeah. And that's a, that's no, well, no one ever said that about let, you. Let, they pay the bills, Mick. Let's put it this way. Jason Witten goes down. Who's taking care of tight end on a 50-play basis? Oh, I think, that they, I think that they would go with – I think that they would go with Hannah and Swain, though. I mean, but, that, but that, both of them, or which guy? I, I think that I think if you look at overall, they all play, they all and they all play well. That's what I'm saying. I, I look at it as okay when I when I have Witten, you, you could I think you could kind of say that a lot of positions. But I'm I'm looking at when I mean, you say when you say deep, then I, I'm thinking I'm taking the top guy off. Now who's filling in? Like you, you certainly wouldn't say quarterback. More questions about. Okay, and I have a feeling I know this answer, and I'm not trying to be a smart you-know-what, but if you take – you're going to take Elliott out of this game, you feel better about that than if you took Witten off the field, about who's playing behind. Do you feel better about who's playing behind uh, Zeke or who's playing behind Witten? Behind Zeke? Yeah. I don't know what those guys no, – those guys have never had to handle the whole deal. Yeah. but the Right? Way- They've always been – what, 20, 30 plays a game? See, that's the argument I have. We've seen the, the thing with even the guy that we know had a 1,000-yard season here is really third fiddle, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. McFadden. Yeah. Yeah, but at least these guys, we've seen them. No, we've seen them play a whole game. I haven't seen those guys play a whole game. Well, I mean, they, 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 play, they play quite a bit, though. 12 personnel, 13 personnel. They I mean, it. They, I mean, they they play. Yeah, but they're it they're they're kind who of has, like who, supplemental okay, players. Who has more success rate? Who well, who's more successful at their jobs? Well, Swain's got three catches. Yeah, Morse's got eight carries, right? Right. <laughs> I know. I know. Witten, Witten doesn't come off the field. Zeke doesn't come off the field. Yeah. See, that's the thing about it. So maybe this is receivers. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you if you I really break now this I'll down, take the top off of that. Well, that, Bryce has shown he can step in and, and, and make downfield plays. I think Switzer, it, to me, is, is a pretty polished slot guy for a rookie. Mm-hmm. If something were to happen to Beasley, it sounds no, like we haven't seen it. Saw a little bit in the last game. Caught one ball. One a, ran a nice route. Good catch. Yeah, yeah. Nice, was a good nice play for play. third down. Yeah, yeah. But take, take. See, you would never trust Terrence Williams to be the one here, would you? Take Des out. Some teams thought that they could, you know, in free agency. They no. thought that Terrence Williams could be a one. No, I think I think didn't. I think I think we thought that. That no, I, I think nobody we, thought. I, I'll take blame on that. I'll raise my hand. Mm-hmm. I thought people would. I thought people would make a run at Terrence Williams. They didn't. They absolutely didn't make a run at him. You know, and as a matter of fact, some of the top receivers in the league that people might think are better. That prior kid last I was week. I going to say prior. prior didn't get a prior didn't get a huge offer. A lot of those receivers signed one year deals. Deshaun Watson is. Ha- I mean, not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Jackson is having issues in. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay. All these guys signed one-year deals, with the exception of Terrence Williams, who signed a what, four-year deal? Four-year. See? Four. Ter- yeah. Terrence Williams got paid in a way that the other guys didn't get paid. And he's smart. Yeah. He took because money. he got his money. Yeah. These other guys on one-year deal aren't exactly lighting it up. Whether you like it or not, the Cowboys believe that Terrence Williams could be a one. 
By the way, they pay him, don't you think, Mick? Mm, I think they paid him like a two. I think okay. they did not pay him like a one. Yeah. And and I think he made a very whoever advised him, because right now Washington's trying to get rid of Pryor. They yeah. they're not playing him. Yeah. You know how's he gonna? Well, he's gonna leave in eight weeks anyway. Yeah. And how's that gonna look in free agency? Yeah. When the next team comes, well, what did you do for me last year? Kind of like the same thing the Cowboys guys released. Uh, all those. Guys. Yeah. 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 So See, I, I, to me, I, I'm, I still like the tight end thing, but Mickey makes a good point about the runners. I mean, I, I think you're more sure about the runners than you are any position. If you had to go, if by and, and and saying, hey, take that guy away from, take that guy away. Who do you have behind him in depth wise? Who do you feel the absolute best about? See, because we rarely see somebody play Witten's role. So when they go to tight ends. You know, the other team's looking at Witten, and those guys can slip out there, and they probably don't get as much attention. Now, what happens if they're Witten? Can they do it? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. That's the only reason I. You would swear that you would swear I, Rico Gathers could. I would, That's right. <laughs> I would go with the running backs just based off of what these guys have accomplished in their careers. And, and watching Rod Smith, he looks like a, a, a really promising young back. I mean, that's that's a lot of depth behind an all-pro running back who is – arguably the best back in the league. So it's a lot of big shoes to fill. I'm, I'm curious to see these, how these guys play because they sound very motivated. I mean, the quote in Dave's story today from Alfred Morris was... Oh, he, he, got, his, he got his hair up on his neck. Nicest guy in the league, maybe. But he Take said, him a Butterfinger. He loves Butterfingers. He says he, he, <laughs> he chuckled at some of these questions of how, how can you replace Zeke. He said, it's very insulting because we're pros. Nothing changes at all for me other than these, all these cameras in my face. I mean, That's true. he's ready to come out and, and prove a point. I mean, he he signed here before they drafted Zeke, and he was well prepared to be the guy to kind of carry this load along with McFadden a year ago. And I think he firmly believes he's still the same player. They're going to need those guys to play huge. Yeah. For six games, they're going to need him to play huge. Brad Brad asked him, and he thought he was just asking him a nice question about, well, how's your life changed this week? Yeah. And he was, what do you mean? Yeah. I've still got to come to work. Yeah. I've still got to do my job. You know, so in the yeah, he was a he was a tad he was a tad insulted. You know, the thing about Alfred, I think he could have taken this situation one of two ways. You know, because Zeke is the guy, all pro back. He could have said okay and thrown his hands up and and said uh, this isn't the spot for me. This is my last year and I'm gonna go somewhere else. He got leaner. He got more explosive this off season and he took it like a pro. He outplayed McFadden. Yeah, he had a great preseason. And that, to me, is a good sign for a guy who now has an opportunity. So we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, and I know this was a while back, but, you know, last year, the number we kept watching was Zeke getting closer to Eric Dickerson's rookie rushing record that still has not been broken. But the last guy who even got closer than Ezekiel Elliott was Alfred Morris, Yeah, his rookie season. And, you know, when he talks about something like that, you're right, Mickey. He almost acts like I remember I talked to him about that, and he kind of treats you like, yeah. like, And he doesn't mean it in a mean way. He has no ill intentions. But I was asking him, like, you know, you were the last guy to get that close. And he goes, yeah, I just ran. Yeah. You know, I just ran. Yeah. And so – They know, need him to do it again. He just kind of treats that, you know, kind of mentality of – I don't really see what you're talking about. This is my job, yeah. and, and I used to give the Cowboys a lot of trouble running against them a few years ago. So, I mean, that's that's a competitor's point of view. I, I yeah, and you're right. He's a nice guy. He's not trying to, but I mean, he's he's a competitor. Yeah, he thinks he can play. Let's go. Let's Has go play. Spoken to Darren McFadden about the Mickey theory of holding him for six. I did. What did he say? 
He looked at me like I was cross-eyed. <laughs> what did you? How did you phrase it, Mick? Like I, so just that... like I did to you guys. And he goes, "Yeah, I don't think I've ever thought about it that way." <laughs> oh gosh! I said, "Well, you ought to try." <laughs> He's caused some stir I, in the running back. Let room. me tell you what, though, I don't disagree with his theory, though. <laughs> Nate I, I, does. You guys need to talk to Nate Newton nah. about this. And, and thank goodness I did it while it was just me and him, too. <laughs> See, he didn't have to embarrass me. Yeah. Well, I mean, the logic, I, I hear you. And I'm sure somebody gave floated that to you because you do your homework. But no, I, but I, that was on my own. If some, if, <laughs> <laughs> but if somebody, if, he, if Zeke were to go down in those first seven games with an injury, then who you perceive to be as your second best back is not available. So, like... Wouldn't you want him if he's your number two guy? Wouldn't just in case of injury? Yeah, but it's just I mean, one game. It's sort of like the I was buying. I was buying the theory. Like, I don't know. It's sort of like I, the backup. I, think, I, 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 I asked good somebody. Points. It's like I, I, the no. backup. It's like the backup center guard. If yeah. somebody goes down, Joe Looney goes in. But right. the next week, do you want Joe Looney starting? See, this is the whole thing. Is it's, it, now you laugh? You guys laugh except Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> the Chaz Green yeah. theory. Right, Chaz oh, Green. I brought that up too. Yeah, Chaz yeah. Green is one of your best five offensive linemen, we think. And but what happens? He's not playing. He's not starting because they worry about him. There's there's stranger but, theories on teams. But that's I agree with this but theory. That's by a the little way. different between being the starter at what left guard for sixty plays and how many carries does Morris have as the backup? I mean, it's not like he's gotten a bunch of work and it, it would have risked McFadden injury. I mean, well, it just, it, it, it just, it, it emphasizes my theory because why, why get a guy hurt if he's only going to get three carries? I don't know. I think they're going to use both of them, honestly. I, I think they're going to use think, all three. I of think them. all three are going to yeah. get something. Here's to, uh, and then on Friday, we're going to find out Zeke can play and all this was for, but, but you said this yesterday and it's worth repeating. The, the guy that necessarily starts might not be the guy yeah. that necessarily finishes. Yeah. Very fair. That, that is very a very fair. fair point. Like the ride the hot hand theory? I think, well, I think it's – Let's see who's, who's maybe carrying the ball. Maybe in deference to Morris, hey, we've, we've, we've had you do this. You go out and do this. Yeah. I mean, it's sort, you know what it reminds me of if it happens. Uh, when Troy got hurt in 93 and Jason was the backup quarterback, and they immediately went and got Bernie Kozar. Now, they let Jason start. Right. He played two series, and then Bernie came in and finished, and then he started the next week. Yeah. So all that time, I don't know how many games in. It was, it was close to the trade deadline. Yeah. I don't know, five, six, seven games in. Jason Garrett's the backup quarterback, and he's never played. Yeah. It's like, okay, now he's got to play. Mm-hmm. And he played two series, I think, if yeah. I remember correct. Maybe three at the most. Yeah. You predicted the first play for the Broncos game for the Cowboys when you thought, hey, throw it out wide to the, you know, Des Bryant. Show them that you have the ability. Throw it deep. Throw it deep. Is that what you would think for uh, this game as well, or you think they go run first play? What's the Mickey prediction? You want to know the odds? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 50-50? No, no. no. First down, I, you're 61% run. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know, but they did. They did oh, the deep pass. The I think play. they're going to show them we're not play afraid action. to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to say Kansas City. Let's see if you're good enough to stop us running this football. Even if you put guys down in that box, let's see if you're good enough to to keep us from running the football. So no, like, basically, we this is what we do. We're not going to stop what we do. We nope. trust our offensive line. You think you think other coaches <clears throat> think that way when they're thinking? They go, oh, they're going to just try to show us they can run the ball. 
or is that just us? But it's you not- think when you're planning your game plan, you think that way? I would worry about the run if I was even even without. It'll Z- be interesting yeah. to see if they walk up to safety yeah. on that yeah. first play. If they if they do, then. I'll be sitting next to you. Let's I want go. You to tell me. How about hard play action right off the bat? Yeah. Go hard play action and, and fire that ball down love, the field. I love the play Feed action with that. Morris. It always works. Feed Morris. <laughs> Alfie. Play action oh. to Dez. Give him something to think about. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, I just I think there's so many different routes and different things that they can do to kind of get Kansas City. I bet you Kansas City, it may be, and this might be just naive. I bet you they're like, who cares who the runner is? Yeah. Well, they have issues. They have issues stopping the run. No, I'm sure they're. They really they're do. Going. They they're worried. I mean, because because lesser backs than Alfred Morris have, have had had success against this team running the football. Do you think it's scary for them that they don't have much tape, like recent tape on Darren McFadden? Of course, you have the Philly game yeah, week 17. They can find it. What about uh, Rod Smith? All they're saying is, thank goodness Zeke's not there. Yeah. But it's still about the operation. It's still about yeah, that. I understand. Talking talk Chiefs is I cheering right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying – I mean, look, I always say the runner matters, right? But these backs are pretty good, and the offensive line is starting to – we're starting to see both – Zeke was running, I think, even more confidently. But the offensive line is starting to work, work things out. And I'll guarantee you – I think they can have success on the ground. I really do. Kansas City. <clears throat> uh, Atlanta. Philly. And Philly. All sent Judge Catherine flowers, okay? <laughs> Is that legal? Can you do that? Why not? Is that like a bribe type of thing? No. They we don't have a flower our, sponsor. Oh, after, after not before. We don't, we don't have a flower sponsor here, do we? We need the plug? Yeah. I didn't. Or they sent her Papa John's pizza. <laughs> yeah, something. Tommy John's, Papa John's, whatever you need. It was like a thank you. Thank here, you. Give this to your husband for the... Uh, See, and, all, and, all, and I'll guarantee you, all six teams they got to play, you know, their owners are going, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Until it happens to you. Sure. And then you're going, huh. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't fair. It's yeah. just like building a new stadium and everything is going great. You have a few kinks, and then something bad happens. Looking at you, Atlanta, fix that before we get there. <laughs> Taylor doesn't want to get wet. That. You know Taylor, what? I read that story. It Taylor was, doesn't want to get wet in the pregame. It, no. it was a It was a five-by-five-foot area that got rained on. That much rain with the Where Mickey will be standing, the dark cloud over no, his head. No, that's all that came down. I'm saying that's what it, it hit. Was, it was. Well, that's the story I read. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it was the in the story newspaper? wasn't accurate. No, it was online. So <gasps> I was yes! silly, silly for me to believe it. <laughs> Did you click the link off of Twitter? Did you read it the off Wiki of Twitter? page? <laughs> no, I actually searched for the story. I'm impressed. Yeah. Google that. And it might even been a Atlanta Constitution Journal story. Hmm. Wrong. Five by five foot, it said. Yeah. That's where the water landed. Come on. That's this desk. Yeah. Well, Come on, thanks blank. to our guest Home producer, Depot, fix William, that thing. Yeah, for today. <laughs> he, had to, he had to send the truck out to Home Depot to get some stuff, right? I wonder if they up. got free delivery. Uh, yeah, Bye right. now. Bye. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching today. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Thank you, William, for your guest producing today.